Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about professionals using the iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chatton, host of the show. What we would have liked to do, and there's, this, you know, there's of course a limitation there, is we would have liked to be able to use both cameras at the same time. So you would have yourself in a picture-in-picture thing while you film something else. And, and there, that, we couldn't, we couldn't do that because you can't have the video from both cameras at the same time. In terms of if we have the camera and some other video, uh, we should be able to do split screen. Once we have the data and we own the data, then there's no limitation what we can do with it. The, the problem with iOS is that having access to the resources is the first problem. Hello there, and a quick note to open today's episode. My apologies if anyone got an unedited version of the iOS 11 launch day episode. I discovered this really unfortunate error 30 minutes or so after it went live and had it fixed within the hour. The file has now been replaced, and if you did happen to get that unedited file, you can delete the file from your podcast client and re-download it to get the good version. Now, on to today's episode. Today, we have Oliver from Boinks Software. Oliver is the co-founder and CEO of Boinks. Boinks is a company that really has a passion for making creative tools that are really easy and fun to use. The reason I want to have Oliver on the show today is to talk about their new iOS app, Nemo Live Reporter. The app ties into their Mac video production app, so there will be some Mac discussion at the top end of the show, but offers some really compelling streaming features as a standalone iOS app. As you'll hear in the interview, I wouldn't be surprised if the app gets updated to support iOS 11's new ability of screencasting your complete operating system in any app to YouTube and other streaming services. This is a new feature of iOS 11 that just a few apps are taking advantage of, and I expect this one will probably get updated at some point to support that feature as well. As a reminder, I'm always on the lookout for professionals using the iPad in unique ways. If you have a story to share, please get in touch with me. You can email me, iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com, or send me a message on Twitter at iPadProsPodcast. Without further ado, here's my interview with Oliver. I'm here today with Oliver Brennbeck of Boink Software. Welcome, Oliver. Oh, thank you. Hi. So, um, we met a couple times back in the Macworld days, and uh, Boinks has been up to a lot since then. And one of those things has been Mimo Live, which is a Mac app, and you're now just, uh, venturing off into iOS to kind of expand what the Mac app can do. Um, can you first kind of dive into what Boink Software uh, who you guys are, and uh, what Mimo Live is? Okay, so Boink Software is a software a vendor we make iphone and uh, apps for the mac and iphone and ios uh, and and all the apple platforms since about the mid 90s or something we've got uh, quite a couple of creative apps so our uh, main focus is uh, making you more creative as a user. The philosophy is also that we want to have apps that are suitable for the professional as well as for the casual user or the even kids, you know, um, for school and education uh, areas. So they should be powerful enough to be, you know, not uh, to have the professional not wanting for anything, but easy enough to use so that kids in this classroom can use it as well. So that's that's kind of what we are about than what we do at Boeing Software. Okay, excellent. Yeah, one of the apps that I'm really fond of that uh, 
It's been out for a while now. Is the iStop Motion for iPad and Mac? That's just phenomenal stop uh, stop motion app for those that. Uh, yeah, thank know. you for yeah. the kind words. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorites, and then it's it really unleashes creativity. Being able to yeah. do something uh, stop motion so simply on on iOS. Yeah, Mimo Live. Can you kind of dive yes. into what what this product's all about? Live video or producing video for the internet is kind of like a hot topic right now, and we've uh, introduced uh, Mimo Live quite a while ago in 2009, as it was called Boings TV back then. The idea is to be able to produce a lot of video content really quick. So what you uh, want to do is you want to sit in front of the cameras, hit go, perform your program, maybe a, a you know. A, news show or a talk show or video podcast or recording a presentation or whatever you want to do it in one sweep you know and add all the graphics and between cameras and all that kind of things no post-production needed exactly no no yeah. post-production needed and that allows you to make really a lot of content in a very short time and also of course this model works perfect for live streaming because then you just stream what you got uh, producing right now to Facebook, YouTube, or whatever you want, and people can watch it while you're doing it. So that's kind of the logic next step. Mimo Live stands for multi-in, multi-out live video engine, and that means we want to be able to input anything you want uh, from from video cameras to grabbing the screen somewhere and doing like a, a screencast to any conceivable video input, um, data input. So you could uh, visualize stock charts, for example, uh, with real-time data and then output it to as many destinations as possible. You can record it to disk. You can stream it live on the web. You can play it out through a secondary monitor and dozens of more possible use cases. So it's kind of Mimo Live. Okay. And you're able to stream out to, say, YouTube Live as well as Facebook simultaneously? Of course, it's technically possible to do that, uh, not from within Mimo Live itself. Mm -hmm. We only create one stream. One of the reasons is that Facebook actually doesn't allow you to use other streaming services at the same time as you use the Facebook API. So kind of a restriction. There's ways around it, of course. You can use the RTMP stream key directly. So one of the restrictions of the Mac platform right now is that we only have a limited number of H.264 uh, compression codecs in hardware. So that means if you want to stream to two destinations, one will be encoded by the hardware and the other will be encoded by a software encoder and the software encoder is not really very good. Mm, yeah. So we decided not to offer that right now because that would just lead to a lot of dissatisfied customers. What we recommend to do, there's a, a couple of web-based services that you can stream to that will restream your, your content to all the platforms you like, or you can set up a, an Nginx-based server on a you know Raspberry Pi or <laughs> Linux machine <laughs> or on a Mac that would also allow you to do the restreaming. It's a little more effort, and we would like it to be much easier than it is. So basically, you have the convenience of a web service or, um, you know, you can go do it yourself. <laughs> right. Some assembly required kind of route. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, bandwidth limitations would also be concern unless you're in a very uh, 
So we hope that uh, with the next version of macOS and iOS, Apple is moving to uh, another codec called HEVC, which is also sometimes known as H.265. And we hope that they uh, this improves a lot if you use that codec because Apple may offer a, a software codec that is uh, faster and also the hardware may be able to do more than one hardware encoder at the yeah. same time. But we will have to wait what's happening there and see what's 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 coming. Okay. So that's the Mac app. It's a full-featured, multi-in, multi-out, you know, production studio for video. Yeah, we'd like to call it a broadcast truck without the truck. It really can, <laughs> yeah, it, it really yeah. can do anything, uh, green screening, graphic, multi-camera switching. It's a very versatile, very powerful tool. Yeah. Now, recently introduced is Mimo Live Reporter, which is an iOS app. And can you kind of go into what the capabilities are and who that app is for? Yeah, so how did it come about? So the idea was you have Mimo Live on, on your Mac and you build yourself a studio at the school maybe to do your morning announcements. And then you want to send out someone out in the field interviewing people on the school yard or doing an interview with the uh, headmaster or whatever and bring them in live into your production. And uh, that's why we developed something called Mimo Call. It's sort of like Skype, but it connects directly into your Mimo Live uh, installation in the studio. Mimo Call is based on a technology called WebRTC. And for WebRTC, you can use any Chrome browser on any platform. So on the Mac desktop, on the Windows desktop, on the Linux desktop, on Android devices. If you, as long as you use the Chrome browser, you can play with Mimo Call and you know bring in an expert uh, over the internet thousands of miles away. The only problem is that if you want to use an iPhone to do that, WebRTC is not yet supported on the iPhone. And so we set about to develop our own client application for Mimo Call because we wanted it to be special. We added things like you can do lower thirds and graphics and add B-roll to your uh, connection there. So we thought it's nice that you can now have a roaming reporter with the iPhone in the field and send your video back to your Mimo Live Studio. But of course, you could also use the app to stream directly to YouTube or Facebook out in the field and it would also be nice to have the logos and the lower thirds and the b-roll which is not something the standard streaming apps of the youtube and facebook people offer so we added the live streaming capabilities to Mimo Live Reporter. So you can now live stream directly to YouTube and Facebook. And the third thing we did is Apple has a cool technology called Replay Kit, and that allows you to game stream your iOS apps. Or, um, so, so, uh, or for example, if you have a creative app like a drawing app, you could do a tutorial live stream to YouTube or Facebook from your iPad. You draw something and you explain it to people and, and people can watch you doing it. And that's called Replay Kit Broadcasting. But uh, Apple doesn't offer a lot of default destinations, so basically none. So they rely on third-party apps to provide those. So we thought if we add a Replay Kit broadcast extension to Mimo Life Reporter, you can also use all the streaming destinations you set up inside Mimo Life Reporter to also do stream your game or do a live tutorial of those creative apps. And with iOS 11 upcoming, this technology evolved into general screencasting. So I hope we can change it so that you can use any app. But right now for iOS 10, 
the app that you want to stream needs to support replay kit on the program side so there's a couple of games and for example the uh, procreate drawing app and apple swift uh, playgrounds uh, that support replay kit broadcasting to some extent so you can use those apps right now and with ios 11 you will be able to use even more apps because then as far as I understand it, the app doesn't really have to uh, support this feature itself. And so you can basically then use any app and stream that. That's yeah. hopefully what's coming up with iOS 11 in this this area. So basically, Memo Life Report has three parts. Memo Call Client for users of Memo Life on the Mac, live streaming to YouTube and Facebook, and the Replay Kit broadcast extension so that people can do uh, game streamings or stream tutorials from their iOS What's the process like for doing a live stream from a Replay Kit-enabled app? So the Replay Kit-enabled app will have somewhere a menu item or command or something like that that says basically start live stream. Mm-hmm. And you tap on that, and then iOS brings up the dialog that lets you choose which broadcast extension to use. You tap on Memo Life Reporter, and then a window comes up that lets you choose from the streaming destinations that is like you, your YouTube account and your YouTube channel or your Facebook account or whatever account you've set up, your Twitch account, and then start streaming basically to that account. So um, you use Memo Life Reporter to set up the streaming destination and then inside the Replay Kit broadcast uh, enabled app, you just choose start stream, choose Memo Life Reporter, the destination you want to stream to, and you are streaming, basically. Okay, and is there any capacity on your end to do like a lower third over that live stream or is it just a pure this is currently technically impossible because apple doesn't give our extension enough uh, processing time and also uh, access to the data we can't do that right now but if apple expands the functionality of broadcast extension then we will certainly add that okay and so you mentioned youtube and facebook and uh, what, what, what's, the, what's the full list of uh, platforms that... So basically, uh, we have built-in support for YouTube and Twitch, where we can use the uh, the APIs, the YouTube API and the Twitch API to do all the, you know, figure out your, you know, your channels, what broadcasts you've set up and stuff like that. In Facebook, we, we are not allowed to use the Facebook API from a, uh, from a mobile app. So... Hmm. Um, yeah. So what you have to do is you have to use the desktop uh, to set up a live stream in Facebook and then copy the streaming key and stream URL into Memo Life Reporter. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of uh, you know, a backdoor kind of thing. The RTMP route is uh, what most platforms offer you. You, know, you. you can ingest a live stream into most platforms through RTMP. And you just need to have the stream key and the stream URL from from that platform, and then you can stream to it. So I think we, we support a lot of platforms through this mechanism. And directly via API, we do have YouTube and Twitch and StreamShark. And the RTMP option is open for basically any streaming platform. Okay. Now, you mentioned doing lower thirds and things like that. What kind of... What kind of other layers can you add to your live stream 
So mm -hmm. right now we have uh, lower thirds. We have a text, free text thing. You can put on some text somewhere. We've got a clock so you can do like uh, time and date. We have a news ticker that allows you to do some breaking, like the breaking news thing. Scroll along the stream. Uh, screen we do have a station logo so you can put in like uh, whatever you know channel four whatever yep. <laughs> i don't know what 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 uh, what broadcast logo you want to put into your stream and b-rolls for example there's like a demonstration you know you you want to send your reporter to an event somewhere he, then he can go around and take like a tape uh, interviews or something like that and then be on standby call him into your show and then he can transmit the uh, interviews he's he taped uh, or she taped earlier and they can send that in and so that's called b-roll and the uh, the other thing you can do okay so in some of those it they're constant elements like the station logo but others you'll tap somewhere on the interface and it'll bring it up for that moment and then that that element is is done is that right yeah yeah exactly so the metaphor for invoking those elements is the same as it's in uh, memo life for the mac we do have a layer stack which means that things are like in photoshop and uh, graphic elements are in layers so you can decide what should be uh, on top and what should be on bottom you can tap them to activate them and uh, tap them again to deactivate them and so so it's like you can put them live and turn them off again and they will just be dynamic content in your live stream so you can do a lower third and you can just tap and the lower third will appear and you can tap again and it will disappear and it does have some sort of transition i think the lower third can do like swipe in and swipe out and dissolve or something like that i'm yeah. not sure sure about the, the all the features but <laughs> uh, yeah Audio is something you've considered linking to some of those, like when breaking news comes on, a certain like audio kind of bumper? That is a good feature suggestion. We haven't done that yet, but uh, we'll certainly uh, take it under consideration. Yeah, So we, we added some features to the, uh, some audio features so you can uh, choose if you want to use the front or back uh, microphone, which helps with, you know, de determining where the sound should come from. Yeah, yeah. So that's built in, and, and we also have, of course, a lot of features, ideas that we can put into future versions if enough people subscribe to our in-app purchase pro version, which helps us a lot with financing the development. And we would be happy if uh, users support us in that way. Yeah, it's very very well priced, I think. It's a dollar a month or 10 bucks a year um, for, for yeah. the app. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the app is free. So if you do a Mimo call as a Mimo Live user and you want to bring in someone via Mimo call, then you can do that for free. The reporter doesn't have to pay anything. They can just download the app and use it for free. If they then use the app to stream to YouTube or any other platform, there will be a badge that says, you know, powered by Mimo Live reporter. And if you want to have that removed from your live stream, then you need to purchase a, a subscription. And there's two, as you mentioned, a $1 a month subscription or a $10 a year subscription. And that will just remove the batch from your content and everything is going to be fine then. Yeah. Now, have you considered, so currently the iOS app is kind of for everybody being in the same place, uh, you know, one camera or, you know, your B-roll. Have you considered a higher price subscription option for iOS users that want to 
reduce, say, a video podcast having a caller call in to them? We have considered that. I very much would have liked to ship it in the first version, but there are a couple of technical obstacles to uh, having a Mimo call uh, come into your iPhone. And uh, we, we are working on resolving those, but uh, right now, just a client, one person. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I can say in the future, if that, that does get solved, it'll be... I, I can. There's a fair amount of podcasters, I would say, that that yeah. would love this solution, yeah. right? Because, you know, you can't do it with Google Hangouts because you have to start the broadcast on your desktop for that. And Skype, you can't record anything. And it would be, it'd be killer. And I, yeah, so yeah. that's something. Yeah. yeah, I'd be. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, it'd be yeah. very exciting. And You're producing the, your show on the iPad, right? Com- I am completely, completely on iOS, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it would be cool to have like Mimo uh, Live Reporter to be able to have a split screen with you on the one side and someone calling in on the other side. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, back, <laughs> back instead of uh, yeah, future uh, things perhaps. Um, yeah. Lightning, lightning microphones. Have you tested this? Has this been uh, built into the app to support kind of high-end microphones plugged into an iPad? pad or iphone so uh, we use uh, we use ios api to access the sound so it should be no problem to use uh, external microphones and uh, uh, bluetooth microphones and whatever um, that shouldn't be a problem although uh, but, but we of course we don't have unlimited resources so we couldn't buy everybody every everything that's on the market uh, so <laughs> to test. So uh, if if people find uh, something uh, specific that doesn't work, then we will certainly take a look, and um, you can contact us in the uh, in our forums on uh, boings.com/connect/forum. You can talk to us and 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 tell us what microphone you tried and it didn't work, and, and we'll we'll try to figure it out. Okay. And then another audio related thing. There's this uh, API technology called AudioBus, which would enable um, basically other apps to send audio into your program or the audio you're creating within Mimo to go to another app for recording, for instance. Is that something mm-hmm. you've looked into enabling for having um, soundboards we, into a live stream? We, we, I, I, we haven't looked into it officially, uh, but... Uh, one of the main engineers on uh, Mimo Life Reporter is a audiophile, I think is the correct yeah. word. <laughs> and I'm sure he has uh, looked into it. It's just that uh, we need to focus on certain things to get it out in the market. You can always spend more time developing an app and it will never be ready. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. what do you think would be uh, like a good use case for that feature? Is like if, you, um, the if sound... you had the split screen thing, you would record it at the same time somewhere? Yeah. So the idea is, yeah, you could potentially have this split screen and then you'd have the soundboard on one side and this would mm-hmm. uh, enable you to have, as we're talking about having the audio thing of with the, with the bumpers as you do things, you could have you know different sounds go mm-hmm. on sound effects you know someone makes a joke you can have like a fake uh, laugh track or something you know um, okay okay yeah, yeah so what we do uh what what Mimo Life reporter does in fact is also record all of this stuff on the local device so if you turn that on uh so you you will have a, a backup copy of the stream that goes out to uh, youtube or you can use the recording in other video editing apps um and and spice it up there 
Okay, yeah, that's a really nice mm-hmm. feature. Now, iOS devices are starting to have uh, plenty of storage if people opt into the higher <laughs> capacity ones, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Now, the, is there a limitation on iOS? I know, like Skype, for instance, you can't have your camera running while split screening. Is that a limitation on your app as well? What we would have liked to do, and there's, a, you know, there's of course a limitation there, is we would have liked to be able to use both cameras at the same time, so you would have yourself in a picture-in-picture thing while you film something else, right? Yeah, that, or you're that, interviewing that, someone and you have both cameras, yeah. And, and there, that, we couldn't we couldn't do that because you can't have the video from both cameras at the same time. In terms of if we have the camera and some other video, uh, we should be able to do a split screen. Once we have the data and we own the data, then there's no limitation what we can do with it. The, the problem with iOS is that having access to the resources is the first problem you know so mm, if yeah. if that if you solve that if we, if we could get at both video signals at the same time then we could do whatever we want with it but we won't get access to both at the same time if we built in a memo call server into memo live reporter so you can do actual call ins from another app in uh, from another iphone into your uh, memo live reporter uh, broadcast then there should be no problem because we own the data and we can do whatever we want with it yeah and prior i know you had or still have for local mac productions like uh, the ability to add ios cameras locally through uh, another app that that's available that's also something maybe on ipad you could have a a different app that's just for local kind of extra cameras Ah, okay okay yeah yeah we have to look into that yes so is there anything uh, we didn't cover on uh, about Mimo Live or Mimo Live Reporter that uh, like to speak about? Well, I mean, Mimo Live is so deep that we could, <laughs> we could talk hours and hours and hours. Uh, I think we covered the basics. Um, if people want to uh, dive deeper, they can always uh, go to our website and download a Mimo Live um, demo license uh, demo for uh, the Mac. Mimo Live Reporter is available for free from the uh, App Store, so. Just download it and play around. If you find anything uh, where you uh, you get stuck or something, and we'd love to hear about it in the forums. And uh, basically, I think that covers everything. <laughs> great, yeah. I've done a couple of, like test streams, and it, it seems like a really great app from what I've used so far of it. And just the ability to build out these really nice templates, uh, I think, has a lot of. Mm-hmm. A lot of potential for content creators on on the iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's a, that's another interesting point. Uh, some some uh, so um, you could um, set up different templates for say if you have different shows, like you do a tech show or and a food show, then you can have different templates for that. Uh, or if you do a different show for YouTube or Facebook, then you can have different templates for that. That kind of thing that that's also supported in Mimo Life Reporter. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a it's a great starting point, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Oliver, for your time. And once again, it's boinkssoftware.com. Uh, boinks.com. Boinks.com. B-O. Okay. Yeah, we were lucky enough to re- register that early enough. To <laughs> yeah, nice short URL. Yeah, so check out me yeah. live reporter, and also if you're also into content creating, uh, I stop motion for iPad is really yes. phenomenal as well. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of iPad Pros. You can find more information about Boink software at boinks.com. That's B-O-I-N-X.com. You can find the show notes over at iPadPros.net.
Coming up soon on the show are some more episodes all about iOS 11. Now that the OS is out, there are a ton of awesome new and updated apps that deserve some discussion, including the long-awaited shelf apps that really make full use of drag and drop. If you like the show, please review on iTunes and pass along to a friend. If you have feedback or questions, please send those to iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com. If you have an interesting workflow or use of the iPad, please get in touch us. I'd love to have you on the show to discuss it. You can follow the show on Twitter at iPadProsPodcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at T-C-H-A-T-E-N. With that said, thanks for listening to this episode of iPad Pros.